Hello, welcome to today's episode of Juicing the Numbers. I'm your host, Joshua Tracy. And I'm Corwin Heller. And we're going to be talking about uh, a hypothetical NFL question, keeping our NFL topics rolling, since um, we feel as though we've done a lot of baseball recently, trying to mix it up. Um, this idea is a, is a, a, a child of Corwin's mind. My little baby. Yeah, we were talking about what would happen if the NFL had an expansion akin to what the NHL did when Vegas joined the mix. Yes. So basically, um, I'll give a little background of the rules for that expansion draft, but what it comes down to is Vegas couldn't get enough players out of free agency in the draft to fill out a competitive NHL roster. The NHL was like, fuck it, we don't want this team to suck like all the other expansion teams in all of sports history. So we're going to give them players from current teams. And obviously, if uh, it was a free-for-all, they would just take all the NHL superstars. And that's not really fair. So what they decided on was allowing teams to protect essentially their top two lines of forwards and their top line and a half of defensemen. Uh, and their top goalie, and said, everyone else is free to get picked. Uh, Go get them. Um, So what it ended up being was teams had the option of protecting seven forwards, three defensemen, and one goalie, or eight skaters regardless of where they play, and a single goalie. So basically, if you really wanted to protect a ton of forwards or a ton of defensemen, you would have the option to, but it would give you uh, two less skaters to protect overall. Um, most teams didn't do that because it seems silly to do it, um, but we'll get into that. Uh, there was also a caveat that players with two or more years of experience in the NHL were eligible, so it wouldn't allow any rookies or second-year players, so guys new to the team, up-and-coming, weren't just going to get shipped off uh, out of the farm system Um, and so under these rules each of the 30 teams would lose one top four defenseman and or a third line forward Um, and you couldn't really just copy and paste that over to the NFL just because the NFL rosters are literally over twice as large and the difference between offense and defense is much bigger Um, so I'd spruce it up a little bit um and what i decided on which was a mix of available talent and general fairness to both teams was that uh nfl offenses or nfl teams could protect eight offensive players and eight defensive players or 15 players mixed between offense defense and special teams um We'll get into it, but much like the NHL, not a lot of teams did that. I think only uh, a couple, one or two actually did. Um, And I decided to have it only be rookies that were ineligible from being selected just because, well, they don't have a farm system the way the NHL does, so it's not quite the same level of fairness. So rookies are protected, and that's it. Real quick, before um, we keep going... The last expansion draft in the NFL was 1999 when the Cleveland Browns joined the mix. Okay. Did you look into what the rules were for that one? Absolutely not, because I'm sure it would be... I didn't really 
think about looking into it until I was like halfway done with the AFC. And at that point, I thought, man, I'm way too deep to start this over. <laughs> and I don't want to find something that would severely change how I'm doing this. Um, it's actually interesting. I think I like... It's it's tough to say. I think I like yours more. Um, but this one... I so, hope so. Format. <laughs> Each of the 30 at this point existing teams, because I actually guess there was a 2000... There must have been a 2002 expansion draft for the Houston Texans I didn't think I about. I think it was 2001. Uh, I guess 2002 would have been their first season. No, yeah. it must be 2002 then, because they'd host the expansion draft the same year that the team would be founded. Um, they? I think 2001 was the first year David Carr. I'll look it up while you talk. All right. Each of the 30 existing teams were required to expose five players to the draft. Cleveland was allowed to select between 30 and 42 players. Wait, they only gave up five players you only had to put five players forward to be put into the expansion draft wow so you got to protect out of your 52 person roster 53 50, sorry, 53 person roster you only had to protect uh, you got to protect all of 48 of them so that's uh it's huge and then no more than two players could be drafted from a single team which i think is a really good rule uh, after drafting one player from a team that team had the option to remove up to two of the remaining four players from the draft pool Wow. So after you got a person, which actually seems kind of weird since you can't, oh, no more than two players. So you can draft two players from a single team, but nothing more than that. And then after you got one poached from, you got to protect two other ones, which is crazy. Yeah, that's not a lot of... Now that they say that, though, is, it seems honestly surprising that the Browns were ever competitive. Or the Texans, too. Yeah, like that's fucking well, wild. Well, the Texans are just getting competitive. They were never yeah. competitive before... Three years ago, four yeah, years I'm, ago, like people talk shit about the Browns never having anything to work with, and no fucking shit, they never had anything to work <laughs> this with. This is actually now that I think about it, yeah, this is awful. I, I was know, I was wavering, but no, this is this is really bad. There were like, I wanted to start this where you could protect ten on each side of the ball, and there were teams where I was struggling to find players worthy of protecting at after nine or eight or nine players. I don't know how you would protect like. 48 players and just be like you could have the worst four fucking players on our team yeah these are practice squad guys at uh, best like, yeah you know, truly like, like fourth string dudes n nobody really wants them on their like they provide a role for their team don't get me wrong and they're all good players but not cornerstones of your franchise or not even like like second string, you know. They they have a second contract. Right. They're not on the rookie deals, but they're not like big contracts. Like those dudes, you know. Th right. Th the dudes that basically made Vegas Golden Knights a competitive team. You know those. They're not my top line forwards. Mm -hmm. They might not even be my second line forwards, but they're really close to it. They're like my upper third, lower second line forwards. My right. Upper second pair, uh, upper third pair, lower second pair defensemen. Yeah, you know, basically it was you gave up I, I one second protect, line defenseman yeah. and one third line forward was what it came down to. And then the rest can be figured out in free agency. Right. But yeah, I mean, actually not. Yeah, no, it is no shock that uh, the Browns and the Texans sucked forever. I'm almost disappointed that you only thought you liked my idea better because well, i i had only exposed myself to this about 30 seconds before i said it okay fair enough <laughs> all right um just to clarify the a houston texans expansion draft was held on february 18th 2002 Ooh, points for josh josh is correct um i forgot what i was talking about before we went into this uh, I think we're about to go into what we were going to do, what you did with this. Oh, perfect. Uh, AFC or NFC, do you want to start AFC. with? AFC. I figured. I already had the AFC up. 
Um, so yeah, basically, just to reiterate, eight on offense, eight on defense, or 15 total. Um, so I started off with the Steelers because I know them by far the best of any NFL team. On offense, we um, protected Ben Roethlisberger, Juju Smith-Schuster, James Conner, James Washington, Alejandro Villanueva, Ramon Foster, Marquise Pouncey, and David DeCastro. So real quick, um, Juju and James Conner, aren't they still, wouldn't they be protected by default since they're rookies? It's not rook, like rookies in their rookie year, not rookie contracts. But I thought it was rookies with two years... More than two years' experience. Wouldn't this be James Conner's second year? So wouldn't he be defo- by default? So I really just copied and pasted that line from the top, and I guess I just forgot to change it. Oh. I really just meant to say no rookies at all. So I'm just going to delete that and just have it say no rookies in general. So anyone who has played in the NFL is good to go. Okay, so like no one that like just just got, got drafted. drafted. Yeah. Although I guess an expansion draft would be held before the draft draft. So typically it would. Yeah. But we're doing this in July. Yeah. No. No. So I'm just thinking out loud at this point. Yeah. I, yeah. The problem I wanted to do it with previous rosters before the rookies came in, so we wouldn't have to have that issue. But that changes the makeup of a 53-man roster so much. I had to do it the most current ones. And then just take out the rookies um, individually. Uh, that, that's fair. This is also just good so I can get all the, my questions out of the way now. Because I also see like Lamar Jackson for the, right. ra- for the yeah, Ravens. Yeah, yeah. I just want to make sure I was on the same page. Um, so basically what the, it came down to for the Steelers and most teams um, was most, if not all, of their offensive line. Uh, I only left off Matt Feeler, our right tackle, because... He's never been a starting right tackle in the NFL before, and I want to protect the young core around Big Ben uh, with Juju, James, and James. Um, And this was actually really simple for me. Like The Steelers were pretty obvious candidates. James Washington was really only the surprise pickup there, but I believe in his skill set so much that go for it. Um, On defense, it was Cam Hayward, Stephon Tuitt. Yes. So on defense, it was Cam Hayward, Stephon Tuitt, Joe Hayden, Javon Hargrave, TJ Watt, Sean Davis, Steven Nelson, and Mike Hilton. So I know you would get to this um, via the expansion team tab that you have here, but who would you say is um, one, maybe two of the biggest unprotected guys on this list? The Steelers were the hardest for me. Um yeah. Leaving off guys like Vince Williams, um, there was a couple under other uh, young players. I left off our first-round pick last year in Terrell Edmonds. Um, defense was tough just because the Steelers, despite having you know big holes on defense, have a lot of marquee players that I know from experience this defense would really fall apart on without. Um, that wasn't a grammatically correct sentence, but I think Point together we've yeah. gone past across. that. Um, I originally had Terrell Edmonds here ahead of Steven Nelson, but Steelers cornerbacks are so fucking bad that I figured having that safety didn't quite add as much value as, you know, adding a quote unquote marquee cornerback. Um, so yeah. Defense, I found, was significantly harder to do than offense. I, I Honestly, I kind of figured that would be the case. Mm-hmm. I tried to do at least one player from every position group. So 
defensive end, interior line, inside outside linebacker, safety cornerbacks. Um, after you know, filling in the best players there. It's, thankfully, the Steelers kind of have at least a player at every position grouping, so it wasn't that hard. That made it the easiest of the group out of any team, also because I know the defense better than any other team, so that's the way it is. Um, yeah. Okay, cool. I don't want to get in this deep really on every team, uh, just because this might be a four-hour episode, but we are at least going to talk about every player on every team, or at least mention them. All right, I think that's fair. Um, so for the Ravens, man, Ravens, there is just a severe lack of talent on your team anywhere. Um, so on offense, they protected Lamar Jackson, Ronnie Stanley, Marshall Yonda, Orlando Brown, Hayden Hurst, and Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram's on the Ravens? Yes. Wow. Um, I wanted to protect more offensive linemen, but their other offensive linemen aren't that great. Um, And I might as well mention this now. There's very much not eight players there because the Ravens have the best kicker and arguably the best punter in the NFL. And I figured if I'm really struggling to fill out eight on both sides of the ball, might as well protect those players because I know people joke that punters and kickers aren't real NFL players, aren't real NFL athletes, but they add so much to a team that I thought the Ravens and their forward-thinking ideas would be all about that. So I protected both Justin Tucker and Sam Cock. I don't know if his last name is actually pronounced Cock, but he's a Raven, Today so it is. Cock. <laughs> yep. Um, but yeah, I mean, I protected their three best offensive linemen, their young quarterback, their young first-round tight end, and their, hopefully, um, bell cow running back. Um, on defense, we had Brandon Carr, Tony Jefferson, Earl Thomas, Marlon Humphrey, Shane Ray, Brandon Williams, and Patrick Anuwasar. Anuwasar. I don't know how to pronounce his name. If you could help out, please do. I have no idea. Anuwasar yep. sounds right to me. Um, they have a tremendous defensive backfield, which I wanted to keep intact between Carr, Jefferson, Thomas, Humphreys. Humphrey, sorry. Um, gave them a pass rusher, an inside linebacker, and a defensive lineman. So tried to keep things balanced, even though they only got seven players. There it is. Um, anything you want to say on the Ravens? Not really. This is they're they're a relatively um, disinteresting team. Um, yeah, I don't know their depth players well enough to have any I feel like the only team I'm going to have the ability to make comments on is going to be the Jets I felt the Um, same way about the Steelers before I really dug into this yeah do you do you have anybody that you didn't protect that you're like all right well that'll make a good depth piece or second string piece on an expansion team Um, that you know offhand from the Ravens that I didn't protect that you did not protect um Mark Andrews uh Willie Sneed was on there um, basically, they had a couple pass catchers that I could have protected instead of Mark Ingram because he's an old, worn-down running back. But at the same time, they are focusing so heavily on running the ball. I figured it's more important to have him there than a second tight end or an average wide receiver at best. Um, but yeah, they really don't have a lot of talent on offense. So no. Let's move on to the Browns, which was... 
if you asked me two years ago, they probably would have been the hardest team to find talent for, and they were, outside of the Steelers, by far the easiest. Okay. Uh, they are so deep at roughly every position. On offense, Baker Mayfield, Odell Beckham Jr., Jarvis Landry, Nick Chubb, J.C. Treader, Joel Batonio, Austin Corbett, and David Njoku. I literally didn't even have to look at their depth chart before picking these players because it was so straightforward and easy. Um, they have two fantastic wide receivers, a fantastic running back, a great young quarterback, an absolutely dominating interior uh, offensive line there, and one of the best young tight ends in the game. Fucking Browns are disgusting now. Yeah, apparently. Um, on defense, they protected Miles Garrett, Olivier Vernon, Denzel Ward, Demarius Randall, Larry Ogunjobi, Sheldon Richardson, Joe Schobert, and Kristen Kirksley. I forgot they had Sheldon Richardson, too. Yeah, they have a filthy defensive line. Apparently so. Um, Miles Garrett, Olivier Vernon, absolute dominating edge rushers, Denzel Ward, dominating cornerback, Demarius Randall. Poorly used safety cornerback hybrid uh, that has been playing really well with the Browns. Larry Ogunjobi as another uh, edge rusher piece. Sheldon Richardson on the defensive line to really lock down that interior. And then two severely underrated uh, inside linebackers in Joe Schobert and Christian Kirksley. Yeah, any comments on the Browns? Nothing in particular. Um... I just want to peek ahead at the expansion team to see who I... Yep, okay. Who'd you pick from them? Um, Chris Hubbard, who is actually a former uh, Pittsburgh Steeler, who is going to be their starting left or right tackle this year. Uh, I think it's left tackle for them, but I had him at right. Spoiler alert for the expansion team. Um, their tackles, their two bookend tackles, were really the only two... Weak points of that offense, if you could call them that, even though Chris Hubbard is actually quite a good piece at left tackle compared to uh, options available to other teams. Um, yeah, so the Browns really just didn't have enough room on offense to really put anything together. So, Well, to put anything, that was very poorly worded. Didn't have any room on offense to protect anyone else. Right. Um, no, I don't really have anything to say about the. the, yeah. the yeah, I mean, you 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 picked a lot of marquee Browns players here. I mean, you have all the names I know and most of the names I don't know. So, <laughs> it's weird saying how many marquee players they have. How many years do you think it's going to take for us to give up saying the fact that it's weird saying the Browns are really good? Uh, for us, it might never be not weird because, like, we love shitting on the Browns. No, because we grew up with them like that. You know, That's it's true. it's the same yeah. way for like 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 if you ever listen to um. Uh, Bill Burr talk about the Patriots, yeah, or or the Red Sox for yeah, that yeah, matter. Yeah, yeah, he grew yeah. up with them being awful, right? Like both those teams sucked for his entire life, and now they're good. And he thinks it's he still thinks it's the wildest thing in the world. Whereas you and I grew up with the Patriots and the Red Sox being great, and when they eventually suck, as all teams eventually suck, We're it's going to be like, team. wow, what happened to the, the Patriots exactly, and the Red Sox? Yeah. And I think the Browns are going to be like that for us. We're like, they could go on a Patriots-esque run for 15 years, and we're still going to be like, wow, Browns really put it together for once, didn't they? Look at that. <laughs> I know this team literally hasn't played together yet with all the transactions they've had, but if there's any team built to make a Patriots-like run, it's the fucking Browns. 
And I, it's disgusting to say that, as we just discussed. Right. Um, moving on to the Bengals. Bengals were actually kind of hard. Um, they were kind of the first team where I really, outside the Ravens, even though I kind of gave up on protecting Ravens players pretty early on, I actually had to really dig into the Bengals a little bit. Um, because you didn't know who to protect or because there was um, too few people to, like too many people to protect or too few people to protect? Not enough. And I just didn't know enough. Like I knew from the start that the key for teams protecting players was protecting young position or young skill position players and offensive linemen on offense. And actually the same thing on defense, young skill position players and the defensive line. Um, and I just don't know enough about the Bengals' offensive line to really put it all together. So on offense, they protected A.J. Green, Tyler Boyd, Joe Mixon, Cordy Glenn, Billy Price, Andy Dalton, John Miller, and Tyler Eifert. Do they still have John Ross in that team? They do, but I'm I know he hasn't fairly been good. certain kind of they've given up on him. Which is crazy because isn't this only going to be like his second season? This is going to be his third year. But he lost one due to injury, right? Yeah, he lost pretty much his entire rookie year to injury. Um, he only caught like 43, 45 balls last year for like 500 yards. But he also scored like eight touchdowns. So I didn't want to protect three wide receivers for them. Although yeah. I could easily see them protecting him over Tyler Eifert because of how injury prone he has been, um, but I wanted to have them have at least one tight end. Uh, Such a protecting. weird team. Yeah, if you notice, Andy Dalton was the sixth player I protected because I really didn't want to protect Andy Dalton because why would an expansion team want Andy Dalton to be their quarterback? I think an expansion team would take Andy Dalton in a heartbeat, though. If there really wasn't any other options, which I knew from the start there was going to be, I could see that. Um, but Andy Dalton isn't a kind of guy to grow with a young team. It's no, but really I think he's—I think he's a good mainstay. I think he'd be a really excellent backup for them. I think he'd be a good first two to three years of a starter if you okay. can get the other yeah. pieces. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like he's going to be a dude who will like. He's not going to do anything crazy. Right. He's not going to be like a like a like a egomaniac. He's not going to um, make a, take a lot of really weird risks and not let your team around it grow. He'll be there. You he know? would be He'll really be good to groom like a franchise quarterback that you draft. Yeah. Like sec- so. Yeah. So this happened in February, and then the regular draft happened in April. Like right. Dalton would be a great dude for those first like you know, so eighteen months. Just so you know, the expansion team wouldn't get the first overall pick. They would get no. the second overall pick. Right. Um, just to give that fairness to the team that really fucking sucks and quote-unquote earned the first overall pick, they would give the expansion team the second pick. So in next year's upcoming draft, it's projected that Tua Tagovailoa or Justin Herbert at quarterback is going first overall. So there's absolutely room for them to go young quarterback early on and have a really good quarterback to groom for the future. But I didn't want to project that so far ahead um, because it's not directly before the draft. It's directly after. Right. So I wanted to fill all the bases and not leave a big gaping hole at quarterback. Right. Um, But moving on, 
Um, on defense, we had Carlos Dunlap, Geno Atkins, Drake Kirkpatrick, Jesse Bates, William Jackson III, Andrew Billings, Carl Lawson, and Sam Hubbard. They were actually a lot easier to do uh, on defense. Really, Drake Kirkpatrick was the only guy who really didn't perform last year um, that they're still protecting, uh, but he's still a somewhat young cornerback. Um, but they have some really good young pieces. Uh, Carl Lawson and Sam Hubbard were fantastic last year. William Jackson has showed how great he is. Jesse Bates was phenomenal last year. Dunlap and Atkins are their marquee franchise players to really um, be the leaders on that defense. So defense was a lot easier for the Bengals than offense. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I don't know who any of those people are. Really? Yeah. Not a single one? Not a single one of them. Um, Dunlap and Atkins were like two of the big name guys when they did the Bengals hard knocks all those years ago. <coughs> but they are, you know, Geno Atkins was a... They were both pro bowlers every year for the past couple of years up until, you it, know... The, the name Geno Atkins sounds familiar. Yeah. Everyone else I don't know. I also believe that Cincinnati doesn't deserve its sports teams. Yeah, Cincinnati Bengals. Aside from the Reds, I think the Reds should stay there just for continuity's sake. They also don't deserve Skyline Chili because that is a a, just an embarrassment to food. I've never even heard of that. It's gross. It's like chili and spaghetti. I think. What? Yeah, I'm gonna look it up just so Cincinnati fans don't fucking kill us. Skyline Chili. Yeah, it's like. One of the grossest things I've ever eaten. It's a restaurant chain called Skyline Chili. And, yep, so it's spaghetti, chili, and, like, grated yellow, I'm assuming, mozzarella or cheddar cheese That's right on cheddar. top. Um, it's fucking gross. Well, you got that shit that comes in the can? Yeah. Did, didn't a Reds fan shotgun one of those when they traded for Puig? Probably. I don't remember that specifically. Um, I think I saw a Reds fan chug chili, like shotgun chili, like three cans of it or so after the Puig trade. Um, yeah, so it's the three-way Skyline Chili's, their signature dish, dish, steaming spaghetti covered with our original secret recipe chili topped with a mound of shredded cheddar cheese. They live by it in Cincinnati, and everyone I know who has been or lived near Cincinnati uh, either will die on that hill of saying it's the best food on earth or genuinely doesn't know why people eat it and thinks it's the most disgusting thing so ever. So it's Cincinnati's Vegemite? Yes. Okay. I could not describe it any better. All right. I'm with it then. Let's stop talking about Cincinnati. Yeah, fuck them. Oh, you know who's next? Yeah, there it is. Okay, the New team. York Football Jets. Yeah. Tell Josh, me about them. I'm going to let you talk all about this after I name the players I selected. Okay. So we protected Sam Darnold, Le'Veon Bell, Robbie Anderson, Quincy Anunwa, Chris Herndon, Kelsey Osemele, Brandon Shell, and Brian Winters on offense. And on defense, we had Leonard Williams, C.J. Mosley, Jamal Adams, Marcus May, Trumaine Johnson, Brian Poole, Brandon Copeland, and Avery Williamson. So let's start on offense. What, what's your opinion on this uh, team we got here? Uh, I think you protected all the right dudes on offense. I have no complaints. Um, I wish we had better 
offensive lineman to protect than, yeah i than really Brandon Sheldon i really is, had to dig deep on offense i actually was looking to see who else we even had and um all i know is that your good. center is truly awful uh we cut him really he was yeah. cut yeah uh the only player i wish i wish i protected that i didn't uh just because i don't know why i just kind of threw it up but i wish i protected kelvin beecham Kevin Beecham. So that's what I was thinking. I was thinking Kevin Beecham and um, oh, I have the depth chart up in front of me. I had to look at it. I was hoping I wouldn't have to look at it. I can't. Brendan Qualley. Brendan Qualley. It's it's Q V A L E. I don't know how he says. It. I'm gonna say Qualley. That's a weird name. White guy. Interesting. Yeah. Um, they're they've both shown flashes, but neither one of them have been like that great. But you could also say that about Brandon Shell and Brian Winters. Winters, I think, probably being the best of that group. Um, yeah. But none of them have been especially impressive. So I think the players you selected make sense. So I just wanted to add another caveat that I forgot to mention earlier. Um, I was going to mention this for the expansion teams, but we might as well talk about this when we're doing uh, protected players. I didn't take any contracts into account, uh, any term length, any money, just because That'd be that way too much. it would have been way too much. And things change. Um, but I did take age into account. So the big reason why I didn't select Kelvin Beecham was he's like, he's like 30 33, yeah. 32, 33. And he was an all-pro when he was on the Steelers. Never lived up to it in San Diego, I believe, was where he played last, um, which is now L.A. Um, so I figured I'd rather take younger interior linemen than uh, an older left tackle who had a bit of a down year. But he is a very good player in his own right. And left tackle is very important. So. Yeah. No, I think these are all... I mean, Chris Herndon's been very impressive in his rookie season. Quincy Nunwa, when he's been healthy, has been very good. Robbie Anderson has also been very good. And it, depending on his usage, Darnold is his, our future face of the franchise quarterback. And then Le'Veon Bell, um, Kalechi Osemile... Osemile. Osemile. Fuck. Um, those are both dudes that we've acquired just as off seasons, but who are supposed to be rather impressive at their respective positions. Mm-hmm. So makes sense to protect them both there. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, there's been other like off season acqui- um, acquisitions like Jamison Crowder, but I don't see the point in protecting James Jamison yeah. Crowder. So yeah, um, that this all makes sense to me. I was actually had to think about whether or not I was going to protect Le'Veon Bell just because of how many rumors there were about Adam Gase really not wanting him on the team. But he's such a good player when he's on the field that how do you not protect a guy like that? Yeah, you'd have to. Because um, he would be selected. Like if they were to get rid of him, it wouldn't, be, it wouldn't have be to for protect free. anyone else. Like I'm saying, like this. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and you really wouldn't have to protect anyone at all outside of Sam Darnold if you didn't protect Le'Veon Bell because he would easily be the first guy selected. Right. Um, what are your thoughts on defense? I actually had a harder time filling out the back end of this defense. Why don't you uh, Why don't you read it out for uh, for the people? Again, okay. Leonard, did you do it the first? I, don't I think did you do it the first time. Yeah. Did you? I did. I went straight through all the way down before handing it off to you. Do it again. Fuck I don't you. think you did. Leonard, <laughs> I absolutely did. Do but it okay. again. <laughs> Leonard Williams, C.J. Mosley, Jamal Adams, Marcus May, Trumaine Johnson, Brian Poole, Brandon Copeland, and Avery Williamson. All right. So I'm not going to lie to you here. I have no idea who Brian Poole is. I had to look him up. He's a cornerback. But I had to look up who that is. I would have much rather you protected Steve McClendon. Okay. Yeah. Um, Um, Outside of that, this is fine. Brandon Copeland, I also had to look up just to make sure I knew who that was. And Avery Williamson is fine. Okay. 
Um, but you would have rather I selected Sheldon Richardson? Steve McClendon. Sheldon Richardson oh, on yeah, our yeah, team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wrong former Jet. Yeah. Outside of that, um, Henry Anderson's also been been fun. Um, he's been he's been pretty decent. I would have liked to seen Chai Polite also stay, even though he was just drafted, and I, I don't know what he looks like. But everyone says he's supposed to be good. He can't be taken, so oh, he doesn't need right. to be protected. That's right. In yes. this scenario, he hasn't played right. yet. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, outside Brian of Pool on Football Reference is listed as a safety, even though everywhere else I looked, he was a cornerback he's also listed on the jets depth chart as a cornerback so i'm gonna say <laughs> in football 2018 reference. under position on football reference it's cornerback defensive back linebacker so he was just all over the place yeah he started the last nine games for them um i would have said if i was to pick a cornerback that's not already that it's not one of the obvious ones maybe daryl roberts instead um so the problem is here, none of these guys are really great. This is all just splitting hairs amongst people I just kind of like more. Who is the guy you said was really fun that I didn't? Uh, Steve McLendon and um, Henry, what's his face? Uh, Henry Anderson? Henry Anderson. What position is he? Wait, hold on. I just lost, I just, I was scrolling and now I lost everything I had. Uh, he should be a defensive line of some kind. I just want to get a more precise definition based Do you know if, you know if he's a defensive tackle or not? This is what I'm trying to find. I want to. I want to give you the the right information instead of. Uh, it just says defensive line. Yeah, that's all it okay. says. If you had to pick between the two, actually, I'm going to double check before if I. If I had to if I did uh, choose between McLendon or Anderson. Yes. Fuck, that's actually tough. I think Henry Anderson, just so you know, is 27. Sheldon Richardson's in his. Steve 30. McLendon. Steve McLendon. Fuck me. I should know this because he played for the fucking Steelers. Oh, McClendon is 33, isn't he? Yes. Then I guess I would take Anderson. Which was the big reason why I didn't protect him. Yeah, he's 33. Yeah, um, no, that makes sense then. Okay, so I just changed Brian Poole in here to Henry Anderson. Um, I was going to offer which one you would protect just because I would have changed it in the selection because Steve McClendon was who I picked as nose tackle uh, for the expansion team. He's a very good nose tackle. He is a very good nose tackle, but I figured the Jets are a very young team, not competing anytime soon. I think we'll and be competing this year. And a 33-year-old nose tackle probably isn't the most important position player to protect. Um, but I would, you know what? A guy with seven sacks, 35 tackles, you know, let's protect Henry Anderson. But yeah, other, other than that, I think this is good. You protected the young core as well as some of the acquisitions on this side, most notably just C.J. Mosley. But Tremaine Johnson's been good when he's been healthy. Um, what's the name of the fucking dude we picked up from Dallas two years ago? What position? Cornerback. Oh. Um, With the broken foot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, because I don't think he's shit. on the team. He's this a free year. agent right now. Yes, yeah, I'm saying I don't think he's on the Marcus team. Marcus Claiborne. Year. Clay, yeah, I would love to have seen Claiborne come back, s- come back and stay with the Jets, and be productive. But even if that was the case, he's probably right. too old at this point to protect. Uh, I, I think he's late, he late twenties, early thirties at this point because he played, I think, four years with Dallas before playing the two Morris. years with us. It's Morris Claiborne, not Marcus. I don't know what I said. He's twenty nine. Yeah, so. I, c- I could see that being you know, like just enough on the fence where the Jets would probably protect somebody a little bit younger. Um, right. So, yeah, I think this all this all looks fine to me. The Jets have had a lot of busts on defense recently, so there's not too, too much there to protect. I would 
disagree that we're not planning on competing anytime soon. I would uh, think that's that at the fair. Very I least, just I just wanted to say like within... I think at the very least we're I think I personally think the Jets are very much are trying to compete this season. I think if you were to disagree, the very latest you could say is next season. I was gonna argue it would be not this season, but next season they would really try to push for competing roster and for a thirty three year old that's not in his timeline. Yeah. Right. So yeah. that's what I meant by that. And that's why they got rid of uh snacks when they did giving mm-hmm. him to the Giants. In part because they had McLendon and they could use him, or at least they went out and got McLendon. I forget what the timeline was with his career. Uh, but also, nose tackle isn't... It's an important position when you have a really good one. Right. Um, it's not a make-or-break position like a left tackle or a CB1 or a QB. Right, right, Something right. to that effect. I could not say that better. Yeah. Uh, want to move on to the Patriots, or do you want to avoid that? Stay with the Jets forever. Actually, no, I'm very curious about the Patriots, so let, let, let's move on to the Patriots because I think this could actually be an interesting one. So I did the opposite of the Jets. I picked players regardless of age because I know that they are going to compete this year, and I then thought, well, Bill Belichick fucking hates old people, uh, and is so consistent with his turnover that I. I probably spent the most time on the Patriots out of any team just because I tried three or four different combinations that I didn't because I just didn't know what Bill Belichick would do. So I really just tried to fit it all together and see, did that make a clear picture? Um, So what I ended up with on offense was Tom Brady, Sonny Michelle, Julian Edelman, Isaiah Wynn, Shaq Mason, David Andrews, Joe Thune, and Marcus Cannon which is their entire offensive line, their second-year first-round pick, Tom Brady and Julian Edelman. Um, Yeah, I mean, they don't have any tight ends on the roster worth keeping anymore. Their wide receivers outside of Julian Edelman are essentially Josh Gordon and nobody. Um, And the only other guy I even considered on offense was Jarrett Stidham, who was their third-round QB pick this year. Just because I really like Stidham and what he can offer in the future, I think he went to a great team. But knowing Bill Belichick, I'm sure he would have protected his offensive line to the most complete way that he could and say, fuck it to that quarterback and whatnot. And then I also remembered he was a fucking rookie and I didn't have to protect him, which was the key part there. Um, I think the only interesting one with this offense would be Tom Brady because I think for a while now there's been a debate whether or not uh, Belichick wants Brady on the team versus Kraft wants Brady on the team. And this might have been Belichick's like time to... <laughs> not Seriously, him. straight up. I, yeah. know, they wouldn't have to cut him. He wouldn't not have to all. like not sign a renewal contract. All he have to do is just not protect him in favor of protecting a different player because there's a set amount... And that seems like he'd be able to convince Kraft to do. Not saying that would happen, because obviously we can't predict this in any way, but it would be an interesting conversation. The only reason why I think that wouldn't happen is because they wouldn't get a compensation pick for him, and they would easily get a very high compensation pick if they lost out on Tom Brady. Yeah, I think... this the only might have reason been the I think political move to do it. That's what I'm saying. But not I, the I most think you're right for protecting him because I think that's the most realistic solution mm-hmm. um, or th- most realistic conclusion to come to. But it would have made for an interesting question because while they wouldn't get anything back for him in this scenario, it w- this could be seen as Belichick's way of finally showing that he can still win with a Patriots roster that doesn't include Tom Brady. Yeah. 
So let's move on to defense. Yep. We had Danny Shelton, Stephon Gilmore, Patrick Chung, Devin McCourty, Jason McCourty, Kyle Van Noy, Donta Hightower, and Lawrence Guy. Um, this was weird because they have a lot of important players on defense that are all really old. Um, they just don't have a lot of young, proven talent. Uh, so I just went with guys that will perform best on the field and just hope that they could get another run in with Tom Brady. What uh, would you think about protecting one fewer person and then taking, um, which I guess I guess two fewer people, right. and then protecting Kaskowski? I originally had that. That was the first thing I did. That's probably um, what I would have done. I didn't you know have, how Belichick loves his special teamers. Right. So I didn't have Donta Hightower or Lawrence Guy protected. Um, and I went with Gustowski and said, um, but then I really thought, you know, I think Belichick would see the value in protecting two more players that could provide uh, value on defense rather than just one player who could provide on special teams. Um, Tough to know what goes through that guy's mind. Yeah. So, like I said, it. I tried four or five different combinations here, and this is what I settled on. I would not argue with you if you wanted to go with Gasowski instead. I didn't think you won. Um, so let's move on to the Dolphins, which was fucking impossible because they that are a sucks. void of talent. Yeah. Uh, Everyone's old or shitty. Or both. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's honestly a lot of both. Yeah. Uh, so on offense, we had Josh Rosen, Devontae Parker, Laramie Tunsil, Mike Gusecki, Kenyon Drake, Albert Wilson, Chris Reed, and Jordan Mills. Um, it doesn't start off bad. No, up until like Kenyon Drake, it's actually a pretty decent grouping. But the fall off after that is really bad. Yeah, I don't know uh, who Albert, Jordan Mills or Chris Al- Chris Reed are. Two yeah. genuinely shitty. Oh, the women uh, just won the World Cup. Oh, that's nice. I kind of forgot that that was a thing. I didn't think today. it was happening this early. I thought it was at like three o'clock. Same. Um, Good for them. Shit, I was hoping to watch that today, but oh well. You can watch um, the, the highlights. Yeah, I'm all, all like one highlight. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, basically, Albert Wilson is like a five foot three wide receiver who was actually pretty productive last year. Chris Reed and Jordan Mills are fucking their guys on offensive line, but right. I need to pro- needed to protect somebody, and they just don't have any good special teamers to protect instead. So that's what we get. Give me defense. Mika Fitzpatrick, Raekwon McMillan, Xavier Howard, Charles Harris, Rashad Jones, TJ McDonald, Jerome Baker, and Devon Godshow. Godshow? Sure. That looks um, right. It's a French last name. I don't know how to pronounce it. Godshow looks right. Sounds right. Um, they have a lot of good young players on defense. Um, all the way through Jerome Baker. These are all pretty good Young guys outside of uh, Rashad Jones and TJ McDonald. They're both on the older end of the spectrum. Um, But really, there's not much of note. I mean, they have a pretty good group of linebackers in Baker and Raekwon McMillan. Uh, They have a hopeful... um, They got a young, highly uh, drafted defensive edge prospect in Charles Harris. Minka Fitzpatrick, Xavier Howard are two of, honestly, the best defensive backs in uh, the NFL. And that's pretty much it. The rest of the guys are dudes. 
Who do you think would win uh, without revealing who's on the expansion team? The expansion team or the Dolphins? The expansion team. Yeah, that's what I think, too. The expansion team. Speaking genuinely. of which, let's look at the Bills. <laughs> <laughs> um, this was a team that also took advantage of the 15 total players because they don't got much going on on offense. Josh Allen, Deion Dawkins, Quentin Spain or Span, Mitch Morse, Cole Beasley, and Robert Foster. Um, their offensive line fucking they have sucks. Cole Beasley now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I struggled so much finding players to protect because Josh Allen was the only obvious choice. Yep. I tried to just pick whatever average or above defensive or offensive lineman they had, which was only three. Uh, and their receiving core and running backs are so bad, I just picked the two best players they had out of everyone. Um, I didn't protect LaShawn McCoy because he is old, not too great anymore, and a shitty person who had some domestic violence issues, and I just don't think the Bills want that headache any longer than they have to. I agree. He wasn't even selected for the expansion team. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. I picked their fucking fullback over LaShawn McCoy because yep. fuck it. Fuck him. Um on defense, they had Harrison Phillips, Tremaine Edmonds, Lorenzo Alexander, Kevin Johnson, Micah Hyde, Tredavious White, Jerry Hughes, Matt Milano, and Shaq Lawson. All exceptional players in their own right. Um, I just... They were an obvious choice for going heavy on defense and light on offense. Just because, man, their defense is actually really fucking good. Um, and their offense sucks. Give me the Jags. Jacksonville Jaguars. Nick Foles, Leonard Fournette, A.J. Can, Brandon Linder, Andrew Norwell, Cam Robinson, Marquise Lee, and D.D. Westbrook. Um, yeah, uh, I know they voided all of Leonard Fournette's guarantees and threatened to basically cut his ass, but I still think he's talented enough, even with that injury history, to stay on the team and be one of their top protected players Oregon would get more via trade exactly than he would via exactly lost um, which isn't something we mentioned but I am sure this expansion team which I aptly named it the what was it the San Antonio Roughnecks um, which me and my roommate spent a lot of trying time trying to decide on city and name um, they would be very open to trades of marquee players I'm sure they um, would but the thing is, there was a lot of good running backs not protected because running back is a position where there's always a dude that can perform. A lot of turnover. So I don't think Leonard Fournette really would get much um, on the trade market. Um, but I try to protect most, if not all, of their offensive line um, and the pretty good young wide receivers that they have there. On defense, very easy. Jalen Ramsey, Jesus Christ, Jalen Ramsey, A.J. Boye, Miles Jack, Telvin Smith, who will not be playing this year, Taven Bryan, Calais Campbell, Yannick Nagakwe, and Ronnie Harrison. Um, Telvin Smith made me think whether or not I was going to change the rules up a bit and just see whether or not if he was on the... I don't even know what list he would be on, whether it wouldn't be injured reserve... I don't think he would be on the pup list because he's physically able. Um, What's his issue right now? 
he just has some family issues that he really needed to attend to and just decided I'm not giving up on this team, but family comes first. I've had some pretty serious stuff going on with my family that I need to take care of. Um, and I just can't play this year. I'll be back next year, ready to play for the Jags and ready to compete for a Super Bowl. I know in I baseball you have stuff like bereavement leave right. or uh, uh, paternal leave. Like there's different classifications mm-hmm. of leave that open up a roster spot. But time is also limited on those, correct? I genuinely do not know. I know okay. for a fact that. Paternity uh, does. I don't yes. know about bereavement. Leave. Yeah, I don't know about that either. Be because because Trout was on bereavement leave when his um when his brother in law died, uh-huh. and he was on bereavement leave for like a while. Like I want to say because it was IL plus bereavement leave because he had like that thumb issue. And I want right. to say he was gone for altogether like a month and a half, and most of that was bereavement leave. Okay, so it could be bereavement. I'm not entirely sure if there was a death in his family, but. I'm sure the NFL with a player like Telvin Smith would do something right and be flexible with it. Um, but yeah, they have such a deep defense. Uh, I decided to that he was a very key piece to keep as well. I think that's fair. Let's move on to the Colts because uh, we have been very slow with this and we need to get through uh, six more teams, se- eight more teams. Holy shit. Uh, Seven more teams. Sure. Uh, Andrew Luck, T.Y. Hilton, Quentin Nelson, Ryan Kelly, Anthony Costanzo, Mark Lewinsky, Jack Doyle, and Braden Smith. Um, I picked basically their... Actually, no, I picked their entire offensive line because of how important it is to protect Andrew Luck. T.Y. Hilton, who was their key player. Wow. Francisco Cervelli announces he's done with the catching position after his latest concussion. Wow. wow. That's insane. Um, Do you want to take a non-sequitur and talk about this for a bit? Or do you want to... Two minutes tops. Okay. I mean... That's huge because of how important he is to the Pirates. I don't know where else we would play him. Um, Maybe a second base, first base, left field kind of situation. He's like 34, though. Like, I don't know what he has left in his legs to really play infield. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think it's a big precedent for for teams looking at their catching and for young dudes looking at their catching uh, futures. Um, Catchers is already a position a lot of people transfer out of for first base, a la Buster Posey and Joe Maurer. Yeah. But, wow, that's crazy. So I think this just adds more to the rumors that the Pirates have been in talks with the Dodgers for trading um, uh, Felipe Vasquez to the Dodgers in exchange for Kiebert Ruiz, their top catching prospect, um, plus another player or two. So like we'll see. Bullpen wow. needs to get better. Yeah, right. With that. Um, but damn, that's honestly good. I wonder if that's going to translate into bigger paydays for current catchers. Probably. That's what I would think. Um Honestly, good for Savelli for focusing on his health. Yeah, um, I hope he stays with the team. Obviously, I hope he does. Uh, everyone, I love Cervelli. him as a player so and great. as a person. Yeah, um, and best of luck to him and his health. Same, I yeah yeah stand up dude, one of the most likable men in baseball. Good for him for uh, realizing what he needs to do. Love you, Francisco. Um, but let's get back to the Colts. So I protected their full offensive line because of how important it is to protect Andrew Luck. T.Y. Hilton because of how fucking good he is, and Jack Doyle because I think he adds a more complete tight end over Eric Ebron. 
Um, and I just genuinely, because they have Jacoby Brissett, I wasn't too terribly worried about who I was going to protect for the Colts when it came down to it, just because we'll talk about this in the third episode with Brissett, um, but he was the obvious pick for the Colts. And they had such depth at running back, I didn't feel the need uh, losing like Marlon Mack would really affect them all too much. Yeah, I think Jack Doyle is a fine choice as well, especially because like uh, Ebron had one great season here, mm-hmm. but I don't think you want to bank on that. And Doyle's so. been great for a couple years. Yeah, Doyle's got a little bit more history. He's such a good blocking tight end as well. Yep, um, so I think that's fair. More complete player. Defense, we had Darius Leonard, Malik Hooker, Quincy Wilson, Jabal Sheard, Justin Houston, who I forgot was on the Colts, Kenny Moore, Jihad Ward, and Denico Autry. Uh, defense was a little harder uh, just because of how much they focused on defense in the draft this year. Um, but basically, I just took all their young stars and Justin Houston because, man, Justin Houston still's, still should have something in the tank. Um, but again, I didn't worry too much about who the Colts were going to protect just because Jacoby Brissett was the obvious pick there. Um, and I actually didn't know anyone after Justin Houston, so Kenny Moore, Jihad Ward, Denico Autry. I didn't know much about them, um, so it was hard to I really I can't believe someone named their them. kid Denico. I'm surprised someone named their son Jihad. Oh, you're, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, granted, I know that has a deeper meaning um, in Arabic and with the Islamic faith. Still kind of a rough name to go through like middle school with. Um, Texans. So you, Tex- yeah, Texans. <laughs> Deshaun Watson, DeAndre Hopkins, Will Fuller, Kiki Kuti. Wait, Will Fuller? Oh, wait, no. Who am I? Th- I'm only Willie Sneed. I was going to say, I thought he was on They have the same bit. hair? <laughs> yeah, plus that first name. That's true. Yeah. Um, Nick Martin, Dante Foreman, Julian Davenport, and Sinio Calamite. Calamite? I don't know. Um, I protected three wide receivers for the Texans because their receiving core That's is the team. so fucking good. And they have no offensive line. No offensive line. Um, it's really really bad how bad their offensive line is um they addressed it in the draft this year so i didn't have to protect everyone um but it'll be uh it'll be rough to see how that offensive line performs um i picked Dante foreman over um what's his name uh lamar miller uh just because lamar miller is just old and even though he's always produces it's He's never kind of a jag. Yeah, like he yeah. he really does seem like on the fence between jag and like franchise running back. No, the he his productions uh, can can be made up from the draft to free agency pretty pretty readily. He's no, he's mm-hmm. nothing nothing nothing. I don't want to say he's nothing special because he's been a special player in his career. But he's at this point in time, he's nothing that they have to like uh, worry about protecting in favor of somebody else. Right, 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 right. Um, yeah. Texans offense, get some fucking offensive line. On defense, much easier. Uh, J.J. Watt, Jadevian Clowney, Whitney Merciless, Benrick McKenney, Justin Reed, Jonathan Joseph, D.J. Reader, and Zach Cunningham. Um, the only guy who I really didn't know if I really wanted to keep him was Jonathan Joseph, just because he's, he's in his 30s, um, but he's still been a reliable corner for the past couple years and they don't have many other corners to work with 
Um, they let Kevin Johnson walk, who was their first-round pick a couple years ago, um, who I kept for the Bills because he is a good young cornerback. Um, but, man, their front seven is disgusting. Um, yeah, it's been their strategy. Like, we don't know if Jadevian Clowney is going to stay with the Texans this year or if they're going to trade him. Uh, but To the Jets. To the Jets, yeah. I've heard a lot of that. Um, but to the Jets, to, to the Jets. Um, but yeah, that's that's that. All right, final division. Tell uh, me about them yeah. Chiefs. I just found a mistake. Oh, wait, nope. I skipped the Texans entirely. Titans entirely. Um, good because I found a mistake in the Chiefs, and I don't remember what I did. So can you pull up the uh, Our Lads page for the um, Chiefs roster, please? Our Lads Chiefs roster. Yes. So for the Titans, we have Marcus Mariota, Mariota, Corey Davis, Taylor Lewan, Roger Saffold, Jack Conklin, Jonu Smith, Derek Henry, and Ben Jones. So again, I wanted to keep that offensive line together because they do have a very good offensive line. Uh, Corey Davis and Derek Henry are their two young uh, position players I wanted to keep. Marcus Mariota, good player. I love him so much. I am very much biased against him. I want him to perform well this year. I don't know if he is, but you got to keep your quarterback. And I ended up keeping Jonu Smith over Delaney Walker because... Walker's just so old. Walker's very old, and Jonu Smith kind of seemed to take the reins from him uh, in part last year. Uh, I think that was the beginning of the end for Delaney Walker. Um, on defense, we had Kevin Byard. Harold Landry, Adoree Jackson, Jarrell Casey, Rashawn Evans, Daquan Jones, Jayon Brown, and Wesley Woodard. They have a lot of young key pieces uh, on that defense, and they have Jarrell Casey and Daquan Jones to really be those veteran leaders, and I think that fits really well. Um, can you say something about the Titans at all for a minute while I figure out who I fucked up with on the Chiefs? I have nothing to say about their defense. Their Fuck. offense, pretty much all I have to say is about Marcus Mariota because he has not been what everyone wanted him to be and what he still could end up being. But when it comes to something like dealing with an expansion draft, which is what we saw with the NHL a couple years ago and what we'll see with the NHL again, uh, at some point in time, I think early next season, uh, early next year, is that you can't just give up on players because they haven't met their expectations as of yet. That goes for most players most of the time, but especially when you're talking about losing a player for nothing. And I think Mariota has enough cachet within the Titans organization and with the Titans fan base, and has enough general skill in the NFL world that you wouldn't want to give up on him just yet. He's still a dude that could end up being good enough that you give him a second contract. He's definitely not a guy that the Texan Titans fuck will keep offering like you know one year deals to. He'll be a guy that will get a second contract from a team, whether it's um, Tennessee or not. But he's certainly a guy that they should be doing their best to stick with and improving, rather than just kind of letting him walk for nothing. Uh, yeah. That's all I really got. Derek Henry, I also think, is very good. He's gigantic. He is gigantic. He's very, very big. Um. <laughs> I personally don't have a lot of faith in Derrick Henry. I think he had those two 200-yard games last year, and that's what everyone is focusing on about him being good now. I don't think that's true. 
He can be good. Right. But uh, we'll see what happens with their new head coach. They should make him a guard. Actually, no. They Never mind. I got that backwards. Um, offensive coordinator. New right? offensive coordinator. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. We'll see. So the Chiefs. Just to be clear, there's a mistake here where Damian Williams was protected and also picked by the expansion team. Um, so I have a feeling I'm just going to pick a different player for the expansion team. That's fair. Um, just because i sure I protected Damian Williams for a reason. Uh, the problem will just be who the fuck do you take from the Chiefs? Um, because that's going to change a lot of uh, things around. Um, but we have Patrick Mahomes, Tyree Kill, Mitchell Swartz, Eric Fisher, Travis Kelsey, Sammy Watkins, Austin Reeder, and of course, Damian Williams. Um, I have no idea what's going on with Tyree Kill, but it, I, they haven't announced his actual suspension yet, correct? They have not, and I believe his girlfriend dropped the charges? She did. Yeah. Um, the rumor has been four games. Um, which shouldn't be enough to really no longer protect Tyreek Hill. Um, but it really was just trying to hold together uh, a few key pieces of that offensive line. Uh, the bookends, uh, very good tackles, and Mitchell Swartz and Eric Fisher. And uh, I believe it's their left guard in Austin Reader. Um, because I have it open, he is their center. Uh, my mistake. Sammy Watkins, I protected just in case of a Tyreek Hill. Um, he's still a good player, although never lived up to those expectations. Um, and outside of that, there's not a lot of really key players on that offense. Um, they are honestly a shallow but really good team. Yeah, very top-heavy in their production. Uh, on defense, we have Kendall Fuller, Tyron Matthew, Reggie Ragland, Frank Clark, Chris Jones, Darren Lee, Alex Okafor, and Chavarius Ward. Um, again, pretty top-heavy. Um, all the way, those top five guys are all very good. Reggie Ragland is severely underrated. Um, but Traverse Ward is a good depth cornerback. Alex Okafor is good along that defensive front seven. Darren Lee, although Josh might have other things to say about him, I think is still a good young linebacker. No, for I like him. him a lot. You do? Okay. Uh, yeah, I've, I've always he, been a fan of his. He very much improved last season. I think so, too. Um, so, yeah, that's the Chiefs for you. Um, I will figure out what to do with that last Chiefs selection. Um but this I will lock in as the team they are protecting because that very much comes first before the expansion team. So with the Broncos, we have Drew Locke, Cortland Sutton. Fuck, I should not have protected Drew Locke. He is a rookie. <sighs> Don't do this at 3 a.m., people. So we have Cortland Sutton, Deshaun Hamilton, Philip Lindsay, Garrett Bowles, Ronald Leary, Jawan James, and Connor McGovern. Um, I'm going to go ahead and protect, uh, in your opinion, Josh, would you rather protect another running back or wide receiver for this team? Um, or would you protect Joe Flacco and say, fuck it? I, how many years does Flacco have left on his contract? Do you know? Two. I guess I would protect Joe Flacco. Because they did just trade for him, and if you lost him for nothing, then that would suck a lot of ass. 
Okay. I will take your opinion. I wouldn't feel great about it because it's Joe Flacco, but he's not logistically it would make sense. Yeah. Um, I did want to say I wasn't going to have contracts be a part of this, but at the same time, as a front office, if you just threw all that to get Joe Flacco, chances are you want to keep Joe Flacco. This gigantic paycheck. Um, yeah. Especially since I predict Drew Locke will take uh, a good amount of time to come into his own. Uh, and I don't think they want to rush uh, a quarterback into things. Uh, so we'll take Joe Flacco. Um, but again, protect that offensive line. Uh, Cortland Sutton and Deshaun Hamilton. I love those guys. I think they're a great wide receiver duo. I did not pick uh, Emmanuel Sanders to be protected. Emmanuel. <laughs> Thank you for doing that. I miss hearing that. Um, he's in his 30s. He's still a very productive wide receiver, but an Achilles injury is the most serious uh, injury for NFL players and athletes in general outside of you know, dislocated knees or dislocations um, just because that comes with a lot of tearing of ligaments. Um, but on its own, an Achilles tear is um, very difficult to come back from, especially with uh, a planting foot. Um, so I, I don't have a lot of high hopes with Emmanuel Sanders coming back um, and his ability to reproduce. And I just think <laughs> Philip Lids... Oh, okay. Oops. <laughs> Uh, Freudian slip there. His ability to reproduce. <laughs> Ask his wife. <laughs> so he actually tore his Achilles and had a uh, little snip snip down there. Oh, that didn't stop. Um, what's his face? Michael Scott. No. Um, Philip Rivers. No, the former Jet. Oh, Antonio Cromartie. Yeah, Crow. Yeah, with his fourteen offspring. Uh, I genuinely think it's more than fourteen. It is fourteen. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Um. Not that it needs to be. Yeah, like so many fucking kids. Fourteen children. It's fourteen kids with like ten different women or some shit like that. Yeah, it's fucking wild. Um, But I picked Philip Lindsay over Royce Freeman just because he showed a lot more in his rookie season, and I think he has um, a lot more to his game than Royce Freeman. Um, Let's see. I actually don't know who I picked for the Broncos in the expansion team, but I think Royce Freeman would be a good pick. We can get there later. Um, yeah, I just wanted to double-check things. Okay, I know who I picked, and I would not be picking Royce Freeman over him. On defense, we have Von Miller, Bradley Chubb, Demarcus Walker, Bryce Callahan, Kareem Jackson, Will Parks, Josie Jewell, and Shelby Harris. Um, they have a very good group of edge rushers in Von Miller and Bradley Chubb. Uh, I would say, outside of the Browns, the best in the league. Um and they just have a lot of young key pieces all over the rest of their defense. So I really just tried to pick and choose a little from everywhere and uh, try and keep that defense young because uh, they will not be competing in the next few years, um, to be very blunt with some Broncos fans. Yep. Um, so I'm fine moving on to the Chargers if you are. Yeah, tell me about the Chargers. Keenan Allen, Phillip Rivers, Mike Williams, Melvin Gordon, Hunter Henry, Mike Pouncey, Forrest Lamp, and Russell Okung. Um, just a lot of key pieces around Phillip Rivers. A uh, lot of skill position players there uh, just because of how good they are. Um, and just tried to pick uh, the best three from that offensive line to hold Phillip Rivers together um, as he gets older. Um yeah, this is a pretty disgusting yeah. offense. All these choices are just 
Oh, beautiful. From a fantasy perspective, not including offensive line, they are one of the best in the league. Yeah. No, they they are. This must have been a very easy offense for you to pick from. Yeah. Number people from. Outside of offensive line, um, offensive line was the hardest part was deciding who to leave out. Yeah. Um, so let's move on to defense. Desmond King, who I will stand from the top of mountains and thank the or shout to the world that I was right for saying he was a good player and should have been picked earlier. Um, Casey Hayward, one of the top defensive cornerbacks, uh, sorry, in the world. And fuck me, I have been talking way too much this episode, and I am not used to doing it. And I'm falling apart here. You got this, bud. So Desmond King, Casey Hayward, one of the top cornerbacks in the league. Derwin James, who is honestly would argue is the best safety in the league already. Denzel Perryman, Joey Bosa, Melvin Ingrams, Trevor Williams, and Uchenna Nwosu. Phenomenal defense. Uh, so many key pieces all over. They have edge rushers. They have defensive linemen. They have linebackers. They have safeties. They have cornerbacks. Um, they were able to absolutely crush the Ravens' offense in the wild card or division round last year. Uh, I don't remember specifically which, but which, but this is a wild card because they lost to the Pats in the divisional round. Thank you very much, Joshua Tracy. Everyone, <laughs> tremendous defense trying to keep them together. Next, we have the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, when they will actually be playing? What is it? Twenty twenty? They're going over there. Uh, yes, this season is the last season they'll be in the Coliseum, and the next season they will be, the 2020-2021 season will be in Las Vegas. So on offense, John Gruden uh, will be protecting Derek Carr, Antonio Brown, Terrell Williams, Colton Miller, Rodney Hudson, Gabe Jackson, Trent Brown, and Richie Incognito. Um, I picked their entire offensive line because it's actually pretty decent and their skill position players suck. Uh, Terrell Williams, just because they don't have any running backs worth protecting, they don't have any tight ends worth protecting, they don't have any other wide receivers worth protecting. Um, and then, of course, Derek Carr, Antonio Brown. Yep. On defense, we have Maurice Hurst, Arden Key, Brandon Marshall um, with one L. LaMarcus Joyner, Carl Joseph, Jonathan Hankins, Gary and Connolly, and Tahir Whitehead. Um, this was actually kind of hard just because, yeah, they have a lot of good young players, but they also have a lot of older guys that really are the only good veterans they have on that team. Uh, so I figured it was important to have at least a couple of them, like LaMarcus Joyner and Brandon Marshall. Um, I was stuck but at linebacker between to hear Whitehead and my former high school classmate uh, Jason Cabinda, who also was a Penn Stater, who um, to hear Whitehead wasn't as good as Cabinda was last year. Cabinda played uh, a lot less games, so that might just be a sample size issue. And to hear Whitehead was a second round pick. So I figured that front office would just absolutely protect Whitehead ahead of him. So there it is. That is the AFC. Uh, Josh, do you have any closing thoughts on any of these 16 teams that we just talked about for the past hour and a half? Uh, not so much. I mean, the, this is a big undertaking in part because there's a lot of teams. There's a lot of um, 
availability and thought that goes into who is going to get protected, who's going to get left behind. There's a lot of positions. There's a lot of players. This is a really just a just a big undertaking, which is why we've decided to divide it as much as we have. Mm-hmm. Um, so the next episode will be focusing entirely on the NFC. Uh, but no, I, I I think this is a good part one to a build up to see what this team ends up actually looking. This expansion team ends up actually looking at looking like. I just want to add on to what you just said. Um, this isn't just about picking the best players um, in football. You really gotta worry about depth at position. Um, so you really have to spread the love around and can't go too heavy at one spot. Um, and I know this will probably never happen with the same guidelines that we have with this, which are honestly not a lot. Um, but you know what? This is what we have. We don't have the kind of information that NFL front offices do. We don't get to watch these players as much as NFL front offices do. We're not professional uh, NFL scouts as much as I like to think I am for the college level. So this is just the way it is. If you don't like it, suck it and then tune in on thursday for our next episode absolutely uh until then y'all can reach us via twitter at juicing pod you can hit us up via email at juicing the numbers at gmail.com and you can hit up our website to see this full list and previous episode show notes at juicing the numbers.wixsite.com slash website so until our thursday edition to this piece y'all have a good one thanks